Welcome to episode 77 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, you guys. I'm Danny. I am your host, and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel, specifically to Walt Disney World. You'll know I absolutely love Walt Disney World, and today's topic is the Liberty Square Market. Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Liberty Square Market, this is a quick service location. And before we dive into the details of this, I have to let you guys know I have been feverishly working on this ebook <laughs> since I got home from my last Disney vacation in October. So it's been about three weeks since I started that vacation. Got home a little about a week and a half ago, and I've been working about one to two hours a day on this ebook. And I've probably been working on sections that I don't need to be working on because I've just wanted to really get all the details out while it's super fresh in memory when it comes to different food restaurants and things that I ate. But the end of November, I have a deadline for myself. It's going to be published. It's going to get in your hands. So stay tuned here and on Instagram, on my YouTube channel, and um, with my newsletter on from my email list. So go to dannyphillips.com and you can sign up for my newsletter there. But the first volume of this ebook series, it's, it's got to be a series. There's just so much information. It cannot be packed into one book. It's all about the planning phase and how to strategize your Walt Disney World vacation so that you're setting yourself up for success. So you're not just showing up and wondering, oh, what can I eat that might be healthy, that might keep me on track with my fitness and nutrition. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you only pick up the book when you're in the airport on your way to Disney, you're still gonna get a ton of value out of it. But just like anything in life, if you plan for it and you strategize and you know what you're gonna do in, ahead of time, then you're gonna better be able to adapt yourself to the Walt Disney World magic and understand what you can and can't have and kind of make some of those food and fitness decisions beforehand and build them into your plan so that it's not a last minute thing. Your health, it should not be a last minute thing. It really is important. And in order to incorporate, you know, the eating healthy foods and the workouts, whatever kind of workout that might be, whether it's running, riding a bike, going to the gym and lifting weights, it has to be a part of your lifestyle for you to 
maintain your overall health. It can't just be a side thing. It can't just be something you do every once in a while. It has to be part of your routine. And so when you go on vacation for a week or five days or 10 days or two full weeks, whatever it might be, it still needs to be a part of your routine. It doesn't need to be as intense maybe as it usually is. It can be something totally different, but you still need to have some sort of activity incorporated into your your vacation lifestyle and you can't just eat healthy when you're at home and eat junk food and you know super deep fried foods and nothing but sugar when you're on vacation and expect to have an enjoyable vacation you're gonna feel sick you're gonna feel sluggish and you're not gonna make the most out of a vacation I'm sure you're spending a lot of money on because let's face it Disney is not cheap so if you're gonna spend the money on a Disney World vacation Let's make the most of it and plan just like you would for your hotel reservations and your food reservations. Let's plan for your fitness reservations and your healthy eats reservations, um, if you want to call it that as well. Okay, enough with that. I just want to make sure that I'm reminding you guys it's going to be out soon, so stay tuned. And Liberty Square Market. So Liberty Square Market's a quick service location. So if you are Using the Disney dining plan, you probably know that you have a certain amount of quick service credits per day that you can use at locations around the Disney parks. If you're not, then this consider this location a more like fast casual fast food kind of location. Most of quick service locations in Walt Disney World are, they have some seating. And, and some of it's indoors, some of it's outdoors, but it's not usually meant for you to sit there and be like waited on with the server. I mean, it is quick. You put in your order, whether it's through your phone or um, at the register when you pay for it and you get your food a couple minutes later, if that, it's really, really quick. So Liberty Square Market is in Magic Kingdom and it's in Frontierland. So it's over by the Haunted Mansion. It's very close to the Diamond Horseshoe. It's right by the entrance to Fantasyland. Um, close to, you know, walking distance for Splash Mountain, um, Thunder Mountain Railroad, all those kind of places. It's right there kind of in the middle and it's right by the Liberty Tree Tavern as well. So it's got a little bit of outdoor seating. Shade is really limited here, but if it's cooler, so maybe in the fall, early winter, it might feel really good to sit outside. But for the most part, you're not going to want to sit outside too long because it's really, really hot and humid in Florida. So I would actually label this restaurant one of the healthier quick service locations that I have personally found going through Magic Kingdom. There's really a bunch of healthier places I've found as of late in Epcot. Uh, Magic Kingdom, I feel like, is catching up a little bit, but this one I was really pleased with. So you're going to have a bunch of fresh fruit snack items. So you're going to see a bunch of apples and oranges and bananas, like those whole fruit pieces. And then there's also some pre-cut six ounce, six ounce fruit containers that are like sitting on ice kind of by the drinks. So you can grab grapefruit, apples, watermelon, pineapple, and mixed fruit and some grapes, just depending on what you're in the mood for. So those are all considered a snack credit. Some of those are gonna be uh, kind of pricey. Let's see, I'm pulling up, going through all my photos here. Um, all of those are gonna be about 319 to, no, the apple slices are 279. That looks like it's the most, the least expensive item on the snack menu. And then goes upwards of 
uh, four, I'm seeing 419 is the pineapple cup. So anywhere from 279 to 419. So technically if you're using a snack credit, your snack credit's gonna be valued at $5. And all of those are gonna be less than $5. So, so technically, if you're trying to get the most quote unquote bang for your buck with your snack credits, it would be worth paying out of pocket versus using a snack credit on these. However, when it comes to your health and you know that you need to have some fruit every day, if you're not getting fruit somewhere else and you are just trying to use your snack credit for something unhealthy, um, it's worth grabbing that fruit, especially if it's really, really hot because that's gonna help to keep you hydrated. So I do highly recommend that you have some fruit, but it might be worth paying out of pocket if you find another treat that's worth $5 or more later that you would rather spend a snack credit on. Other snack credit items you can find at this quick service location are mini Baby Bell snack cheese, you can find some carrots and celery sticks, some Dan and Greek yogurt, Minute Maid fruit juices, um, you'll have sodas, you're gonna get sodas anywhere, but I really highly recommend that you don't have soda when you are in Walt Disney World. Yes, you can use a snack credit on it, and, and maybe soda's a treat for you, I don't know. But for me, there are so many other snacks I would rather have. Like, there's nothing special about having a soda in Disney World to me because you can get soda anywhere. There are so many specialty, you know, Mickey Mouse-shaped treats or specialty desserts that you can only get in Walt Disney World that I would rather get over that soda. And that soda is not gonna help you stay hydrated at all. So I would recommend that you grab a cup of water for free from inside the Liberty Square Tavern and then, you know, use your snack credit or your quick service credit on something that's gonna be a little bit more substantial, a little bit more worthwhile, and a little bit more special. So, that's what I have to say about the snacks. And then they're, they're gonna try to get you just like they do in the grocery stores, you know, that last aisle right by the checkout. They're gonna have some, some baskets that have gummies and they're gonna say organic on them. And they're gonna have some like gluten-free cookies right there. But there's again, I don't think there's anything special about these snacks. So unless your child has some sort of a food allergy and you wanna have that specific snack because it's one of few snacks that they can actually have, I get it, go for it. But just because it says organic and just because it says gluten-free or vegan does not necessarily make it healthy. So the, the gummies are still full of sugar. Like they might say zero fat and zero protein, but they're still full of sugar. So unless for some reason you just need that sugar, that's not the best snack that you could have because you're gonna get a sugar high and then a sugar crash. So just consider that. Um, and the same thing with the cookies. Honestly, I'd rather have the chocolate chip cookies right there than the gummies, but there are just, there are just more special items I think you could find in the parks for sure. And you can bring your own snacks in. So if you're gonna go to Disney and you know you're gonna want some sort of a little snack like that, just bring it with you instead of using a snack credit or paying for it. It's just not worth getting it at the park in my personal and professional opinion. Okay, they also have some trail mix sitting right there by the checkout. And I don't think this is a bad option, but I want you to recognize this cup of trail mix has four servings in it and each serving is 150 calories, 9 grams of fat, 16 grams of carbs, 2 grams of fiber, 9 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of protein. So this is not a bad snack. I don't want you to be thinking bad versus good. 
I want you to just recognize that a lot of, I, I kind of put out into the media that like, oh, grab some nuts, like it's a protein snack. While nuts have a good source of protein in them, nuts are so much higher in fat than they are in protein. Really what you're doing is you're grabbing for a handful of a fat snack. So it's gonna keep you satiated for a while. It's not a bad thing, but recognize that you're not eating a handful of protein, you're eating a handful of high fat. And because it's gonna have like some raisins or some chocolate or whatever else in there, you're gonna get the carbs too. So keep in mind, if you're gonna get this and you're gonna snack on it, that's four servings. So that should be four snacks or you should split it between four different people. Just take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> so now let's move on to the actual quick service items here. There's only a couple, but I was so excited. The one that I really wanted to try was the grilled chicken. So they have grilled chicken skewers here and they were fantastic. I don't think it's worth a quick service credit. However, I, I, I still used a quick service credit. The chicken skewer is $6.99. And you also have the option of choosing a candy bacon skewer. I didn't try that one. It looked really good, but my knowledge of um, <laughs> how you do candy bacon, um, it's going to be, you know, like some sort of a honey or a sugar glaze on top of bacon. And that bacon looks like it's really thick. So it's going to be a high fat, moderate protein item right there covered in sugar. I'm sure it's fantastic. And that, that candy bacon skewer is $7.99. So you have that option for kind of like your quote unquote entree there. And then you can get a snack with it. So you can either get a drink or you can grab the chips or the cookies or a, uh, a thing of fruit. Um, I ended up getting the chicken skewer and my sister had a pretzel and that pretzel is huge. So if you just want that kind of starchy carb source, that's a really good item to have. It comes with that fake plastic cheese. There's nothing healthy about that. Let me tell you, just, I, just try, just try to read the ingredients list. Like it's supposed to be cheese and I think there's 17 or 18 ingredients on there. And the second to last one is like cheese curds. So it's, there's, there's very little actual cheese in that fake plastic cheese. So just, I get it. It's good. Trust me. I like it. I just, if I'm going to get something special in Disney, I'm not going to spend my calories on the fake cheese. I'm going to get something that's much, much higher quality or more, you know, what would you call it? Just specialized to Disney. There's nothing special about, you know, a nacho cheese that you can dip the pretzel in. That's just my personal opinion. You might think different and that's totally okay. If you do, let us all know because it might be something that other people want to hear. So that chicken skewer though, it was on point and I did weigh it out. So I definitely had my food scale with me for my trip to Disney and it weighed, I want to say it was, it was about two and a half ounces, maybe just shy of two and a half ounces. And that was including the stick. So that's going to give you about 10 to 12 grams of protein and that for me is just a great little snack because I feel like when I am on vacation it is a little bit harder for me to get in the right amount of protein per day so that for me is a good little snack in between meals to make sure that I'm keeping my protein intake up throughout the day and then maybe I don't have to have such a high protein meal when I'm at a restaurant I could have a little bit more dessert or something more exciting because I've kept up with my protein intake throughout the day. Shelby, would you chill out, girl? It's, you're so territorial. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. I think that about covers everything. If you don't like that fake cheese, I think you do have the option of a chocolate sauce as well. Again, it's all about what you pick and choose. So do you want the cheese sauce? Do you want the chocolate sauce? Or do you know that you would rather, you know, have a specialty Mickey dessert at your dinner reservation later on in the evening? So I want you all to think about what is worth your your fun calories. You kind of have this food budget and this macro budget with a certain amount of food that you can intake and you know feel good and healthy and enjoy some fun indulgences. So, you know, it doesn't make sense to indulge in every single meal that you have because you're just not gonna feel very well and you want to feel well on your vacation. So are you gonna have your normal breakfast and then kind of indulge at lunch? Or are you gonna have some smaller treats throughout the day? Or are you gonna save up for that really big meal for dinner? You know, it's everybody's different, everybody's family is different, everybody's schedule is different. So I want to just provide you the information here so that you know what you're getting ahead of time or can at least have an idea of what you want to get ahead of time so that it makes your in the moment options less in the moment because you've already thought about it beforehand and you don't feel like pressure or stress to just grab the first thing you see or order the first thing that looks good when you're in line and they're asking you what you would like. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, then please head on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and please go ahead and leave this podcast an honest rating and review. That is one of the ways that this podcast can grow. It's because you help me out and you get this information and this message to more people. So if you know somebody who's going to Disney soon, they're planning out their Disney World vacation, they aren't sure how to go about using their Disney dining plan or what restaurants to go to, please pass this information on to them. Let them know why you think it's important for them and they're gonna be so grateful that you help them out planning the chaos of their Disney trip because there is just simply so much to plan, you can't do it on your own. So thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your week. There's tons more Disney content coming your way. And I will talk to you all soon on Monday. Mondays and Wednesdays. That's when podcast episodes are going out now. That's also the same days that my YouTube videos are going out. So if you want to see some of this information and take a look at the videos and the pictures that go with them, then head on over to YouTube. It's Danny Phillips on YouTube. So just youtube.com slash Danny Phillips and you will find all the healthy Disney videos there. Okay, I rambled on enough. Y'all have a good night and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. 
Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.